Blog Talk Radio. I bring greetings once again from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, one that sets high and the one that looks low. I come to you to lift up the name of Jesus today because if he be lifted up from, we lift him up from this earth, he would draw all men unto him. And I just want to acknowledge him as I go because I'm going to be talking more about him because Jesus is so good to us. He is better to us than we are to ourselves. And I just bring greetings from him because his word is so true. His word is like a two-edged sword. It also cuts down to the marrow of our bones. And I tell you, if you just stand on his word, everything is going to be all right. If Satan might come up against you to try to eat up your flesh, but if we stand on his word, we can fight the wolves of the wild of Satan, and we can turn him, we can turn him away for a little while. But we always need to be in the word of God because if we stay in the word of God, we got to choose to be able to use at a time when Satan comes up to try to knock us down. If we learn how to lean and depend on the word of God, we will have the tools for when the time in our lives that we don't have what we really need to have because the word will tell us what we have to do in prayer to ask God for what we need because he says he will supply our every need according to his riches and glory. And I stand behind this secret desk to let you know that all you got to do is just lean and depend on God. And everything is going to come together because God works behind the scene of our lives most of the time. We don't see him. We don't uh, uh, see uh, him working, but we know that when we ask for anything that's pleasing in his sight, he gives it to us, and we just let you know. But before I go any further, I want to honor him because God is worthy of my honor because one thing, he's worthy of my honor because he woke me up this morning, because he started me on another day. He gave me the access to my limbs and found that I was still clothed in my right mind. God brought me out of that sleeping couch. It wasn't my long clock. It wasn't uh, uh, someone shaking me and waking me, a human being. It wasn't my wife that woke me. It was God's grace and God's mercy that woke me and brought me out of my sleeping couch this morning. And then he allowed my golden moments to ride on just a little while longer. I stopped to let you know uh, that, that God is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all of my honor in it. And if I give him the, my honor that's due to him, I know that God is 
smiling up in heaven, said, great is he that's in my son, that's given me the honor that's due to me. And I, I, I want you to know that God looks out for me. And I'm down and out. God reaches way down and brings me back to where I belong. When, when my friends forsaken me, my God, my God will pick me up. When, 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 when my enemies come up against me and, and say all bad things about me, God stands in the rim for me and God defends me because I am his child. You see, you see, that's why I've got to give him honor. Give him honor because he's worthy of my honor. And I want to honor Apostle Mercer also uh, today because he is reaching way down and, 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 and making this radio station with the help of God, Holy Ghost power, to continue on day after day and week after week. And, 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 and not only that, I want to even uh, 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 shout out to uh, 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 Archbishop, who is out on a, taking a trip on the highway. And, and, and I want, I want to, her to know that everything is going to be all right long as she keep her hand in God's hand. God will get her to from point A to point B. God will bring her back where she came, started out from, because God got her in his palm of his hand. He has dispatched his angels around her to be her eyes when her eyes can't see what's around her. God has dispatched her, his angels around her. And I'm so glad that God got angels uh, that would protect us in times like these. Uh, we might not see everything, but God's angels is all around us, and they see before we see. And I just want to thank him. Thank him today for that. Not only that, I want to thank my wife for helping me time and time again on this station. Uh, you know, uh, 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 it's, a, it's a great honor to have someone like her to stand with you when time needs to be standing one with another. That's why God says that when you are married, you are not just two people. You become as one, and I'm glad that she helped me time and time again. But tonight, I, 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 I she's absent from me because she got to work tonight, and 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 I know that when you work at night, uh, you get got to have some rest, and and, and seeing when when if you don't have this rest, uh, sometimes you are getting lost on the uh, things that you're doing, and your mind is not on those things, and you can't do your job like you should. So tonight she's going to be absent from us because she is going to get some rest to go to work tonight. But I just want you to know that without God in my life, I can't do anything because God has made it so that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. I looked to the hill time and time again, and because I know where my help comes from. You see, my help comes 
during this preaching times and teaching times. I can't depend on man, but I know who I can depend on. My help comes from above. My help comes from the Lord. My help comes because I can't do what I do without him being my helpmate because he will speak to my inner mind and, and allow me to be able to say and do what he would have for me to do. Let us go into prayer. Most holy God, my heavenly Father, God that rules heaven and God that rules earth, it is again, my Father God, that I come calling on you. I come calling on you right now because the world is in a trouble. There is so much evilness going on in the land today. And we need you, Lord. Lord, I ask you right now that you would look down on these your children. Lord, bless them in what department they need you to bless them in. Lord, if somebody's sick right now, I pray that you would be the doctor in the sick room. I pray that you would uh, render your medicine even if it's just in the hem of your garment. Right now, Lord, I, I want you to touch minds and souls and body of all mankind. And Lord, and as you touch right now, let them know uh, that you're available. You're available. All they got to do is come calling, what must I do to be saved? Right now, I pray for those uh, that's less fortunate than we are. Somebody don't have shelter right now. Somebody don't have food right now. Somebody don't have financial uh, uh, needs are not being met right now. Somebody is lost right now. But, Lord, I ask you right now that you would look down on them and stare in their heart so they can come calling on you. And as they come calling on you, everything will be uh, made uh, whole for them again. Lord, I pray for Apostle and her family right now. Keep them strong, Lord. Keep them in your will. Lord, whatever they stand in need of. Lord, I pray now that you open up your windows in the heaven above. Hold down a blessing upon Apostle's family. Look down on us as he looks for a job. Lord, you already got the job for him. It's just he haven't got there yet. But it's already done because you said in this thing that my children act in my name. I'm not going to cast them aside. I'm not going to come to the rescue. I'm going to be there for them. He's already there. God has already designed the job for him. Right now, Lord, just let his mind be a mind that will stay on you. And as his mind stay on you, everything is going to be all right. Let him know that weeping might endure for a night. But let him know that joy 
comes in the morning. The job is on its way. Don't rally, my son. Don't rally. Don't rally, my brother. Everything is going to be all right because God has already heard you cry. Thank you, Lord. God has already heard from you. You have already dialed him up. And so now, Lord, I'm asking you, and for his sake, send him, Lord, on that job that you would have for him to do. Because I know, Lord, as I pray, that you want your children to have the best. Lord, I know you're going to give him the best. And I want to thank you, Lord, for standing up there and, and looking down on us. Keep us now, Lord. Keep us as the half of thine eyes. Lord, I pray now that not only I pray that for Archbishop right now, Lord, she is on a journey. And Lord, you know how uh, 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 these journeys sometimes uh, things happen on these journeys. Lord, please, I ask you right now that you lead her to where she's gone and lead her back home to her people safely. Keep her under the shadow of your wing of a protection. Watch her back, Lord. Watch her where she goes and how she uh, 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 is around people. Let her come back. Let better than what she did when she left. Lord, I pray now that you keep your protection hand arms on her. I plead the blood of Jesus right now over her right life right now. Lord, dispatch your angels around her. Lord, I pray that you cover her with your blood. Cover her, Lord, with your blood and let your blood be a protection from all hurt, harm, and danger, all sickness and diseases. Cover her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. And then when you cover her, Lord, let her know that everything is going to be all right. Don't let her worry about anything, but be happy and rejoice. Just keep her coming. Pray for the sick and shedding right now. And I'm too. Lord, I pray that you would just swear with it all. Some might be in the hospital. Some might be at home. Some might be on the highway and the byway. But, Lord, wherever they are, I ask you that you would reach down and touch them in the way that you would touch uh, when you, when, when you uh, told Moses to cast out his rod and, and the Red Sea would open up. I pray that you would open up whatever's going on in them and ask them too to see your forgiveness. Let it be gone. Lord Jesus, I know you will because you got all power in your hands. You got everything that we need. You got medicine in the hem of your garment. You got medicine in your touch. You got medicine in just looking and speaking and saying it is done and they will be healed. Lord, I thank you right now. I thank you for the power. I thank you for the love and understanding that you give us 
time and time again. Because, Lord, you are so good to us. You are better to us than we are to ourselves. You're the rose in Sharon. You're the lily in the valley. You're the bright moon star. Lord, I want to thank you right now. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for starting me on my day. Thank you for the access to my limb. Thank you for me being able to, to do what you said that you signed my hand to do. I just want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, Lord, as I go into your word, I pray, oh, Lord, that you would uh, uh, hide me behind this secret death and let the word from my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and redeemer, keep me now as an apple in thine eye. Forgive me of my sin. Blot out my transgression. Hold me in the palm of your hand. And, Lord, and as I begin to render your words, let the words not be my words, but let the words be translated to me to speak to these and your people. Watch over them, Lord. I thank you for the listeners. I thank you for the listeners time and time again. Just continue on. Let them come and drink from your fountain that will never run dry. The fountain that when we don't have to go to the well to draw no water no more with a bucket. We already got living water that lives on the inside of us. Continue on filling us and molding us and making us. Everything will be all right. In the name of Jesus, I pray. For your sake, I ask it all. Amen. 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 I am redeemed, brought with pride. Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks you, guess whose I am? Tell them I am redeemed. Did I say it again? I am redeemed, brought with a price. Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks, guess who I am? Tell them I am redeemed. Whether there's hurt, love now abides. Well, there's confusion, love now reigns. I'm walking with Jesus. I'm a child of the King, and I am. Been free, I am redeemed, my Lord, brought with pride. 
Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks you, guess who I am? Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, I am redeemed. I am redeemed, brought with a price. Jesus has changed my whole life. Anybody asks you just whose I am, tell them I am. I'm going to, today I'm going to be coming to you from uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, the 18th verse. And it reads as the following. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved is the power of God. To us that is being saved, it is the power of God. And I'm going to use for my title uh, today, the message of the cross. The message of the cross. You see, on the horizon of history, you see many mountaintops, towers high, but there's one mountain that we find on that mountaintop, and it is Mount Sinai. That is where the people of Israel received the law from when Moses went up into the mountainness. And you see there is Mount uh, Tabor, the word that falls in the closest spot against the surreal. You find that there is Mount where Elijah defeated the prophet of Balaam and God answered by far. And I can go on and go on about the mountain. But above all of them, there is Mount Calvary. No mountain tower so high in its influence on people's hearts than Mount Calvary. On people's minds as Mount as that scar-shaped mark outside the city wall of Jerusalem. Mount Calvary, it, it is, it towers so high. But Paul here told the Corinthians, and, and, and he told the Corinthians, and don't you know, when he was talking to the Corinthians, he was talking to us also. But the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are who are a person, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. First Corinthians one 
18. The gospel is a center of the story of the cross. And the story is God's message to the world. The message of the cross has never lost its power. You hear me right now? The power in the cross of Jesus. The cross was a divine event. event. And, and you see, the cross is God's supreme decoration to all humankind. Do you hear what I said? Not just uh, for the, the, the saints, not just for the, 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 the Christian, not just for the church. The, the cross of Jesus was designed for all mankind because at that point in time, he took the cross up to the Gaptus Hill and he hung on the cross for our sins, not just for the church people's sins. He hung on the cross for the whole wide world's sins. Am I right about it? God has many ways to speak to his people. You know, I believe right now, today, God is speaking to someone. Right now, as I uh, uh, preach and teach this message, God is speaking to somebody's heart. Somebody's heart is hard. Somebody's heart needs to be changed. Somebody's mind needs to be changed. Some situation that they live in needs to be changed. You see, God is speaking right now through his servant, and not only through his servant, he's speaking to your inner mind. If you're not right with him, God is speaking to you time and time again. Get right, church, and let's go home. We are going home on the morning train, but if even the train is too late, you see, you're going to miss that train. Even the train will be too late. I want to go home on the morning train. When Jesus cracked the sky and he come back looking for a church without a spot or record, I want to be in that number. I want to be in that number. I might not get into 144,000 number, but let me get in a number that John seen, that no man could number. Let me get there. Everything would be all right. God speaks to his people, but let me tell you, how can you hear God speak? Close our ears to God and open our ears to the things that's going on in the world. We got to watch now. Watch yourself. How can you hear without a preacher? How can you preach if you haven't been sent? God tells us that we cannot preach without being sent. That's why I go all the way out, because God called me a long time ago. And I deny him. I run like a scared rabbit. But God backed me in a corner. Got me in that corner. I had to decide. Lord, I'm going to follow you. Wherever you go, hear my Lord send me. And God came to my rescue. He gave me. It's not the titles that we have. It's who we have living on the inside of us. It's that Holy Ghost Spirit. It's not the titles that's going to get us into heaven. It's the Holy Ghost Spirit that 
inside of us. Can I, can I tell you a little while here? Yeah, you got to watch as well as pray. See, God is a decoration of man's guilt. You see, yeah, the sin debt of human race is fully computed. Bankruptcy of humankind is virtually a portrait. Christ is death, the most unserved and the cruelest conceivable a tragic condition of our humanity. And remember, Christ died for our sin. According to the scriptures in 1 Corinthians 15 and 3, that Christ died so that we could have another chance at life. He took our sin, bore our sin on that cross, hung there, nails drove in his hands and feet, found taste on his head. Uh, even blood began to run down. They stoned him. They beat him. They persecuted him. And he hung there. This is a mumbling word. But he looked up to the Father. He said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what to do. Can I preach here for a little while? Because God's son Jesus had come down through 42 generations. He come down to save the world from their sins. Tell me, he walked on the water one day. He, he went uh, to, to and fro. He healed the blinded eyes. He unstopped the deaf ears. He took the withered hand and put it back together again. God's son, Jesus, come down so that we could live. Isn't that all right? But they beat him, and they scorned him. Lord, have mercy. They mocked him, but they still couldn't destroy him. Ah, they couldn't destroy him because he bared the cross of Calvary. And on that cross, he bared every one of our burdens. On that cross, he took our sins in the heat of the day. On that cross, he took our sins down to Joe's point tomb. Stayed there three long days. Got up with all power. And then he says, it's finished. Because his wreck had finished down here. His wreck had finished when he exited the cross and went down to Joe's point tomb. His wreck was finished. But he got up with all power in his hand, took away the sting of death, took away the victory over the grave, took away hell and the grave, took away the, the keys that Satan thought he could hold on to. But God's son Jesus, he took those keys, and then he got up and pulled up his grave clothes, rolled back to stone, walked out like a natural man, and then he walked around for a little while. But then all by him, went on back up to his father. Now he's sitting on the right hand of his father. He's making intercession for us. I stop to let you know that there he is. He's not dead. He's not in a grave. He's gone like he said he would. But he's still alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Because of Jesus. See? People could 
have atoned for their sin and guilt in any way. Cross would have been unnecessary. They could not. See here, Jesus died on the cross because people had been redeemed and had a, a, a helpingness, not only helpingness, their sin was forgiven them. On that cross, he bears the sins of those of that existence. What good works are not enough to sell us uh, humankind's debt of sin? You see, we got to trust and lean on Jesus. You see, as the Israelites, bitten by foreign serpents in the wilderness, had to confess their helplessness by looking to the uplifted serpent. And that uplifting serpent, so much we confess our helplessness by looking to the uplifting Christ. And each one of us is not only guilty before God, but helpless to do anything about it. But I stopped here to let you know the power of the cross can do what we can't do. The power of the cross it offers to even the powerless sinners a way out and another chance to live and not die. The power of the cross, my Lord, is there for you and it's there for me. All you got to do is listen. Jesus is standing right now at the door someone talks, and he's knocking on that door. And if you want to change, you need to unlock the door and let him come in. And when he come in, he'll sit with you, and you'll be with him. Can I tell it right now? And if he come in, you might have some filth in. You might have some uh, house cleaning to be done. But when Jesus comes in, my Lord, he begins to sweep away the dirt that we have stored under our works time and time again. And the dirt begins to accumulate. And then we got to have a good house cleaner. Man can't clean it, but Jesus can. Jesus can clean the dirt that we have on the inside of us. And as he began to clean, I can hear somebody say, I was lost, deep in sin, far from the peace of shore. But my Lord came in, and he began to clean me up, get that dirt out of me that I had in me. And I began to become a new creation. Thank you, Jesus. That's what Jesus will do for you if you just hold on to his unchanging hands. We know that everything is going to be all right. He will clean us up. Cross, God's declaration of his justice. The natural and the nature of all mankind. Sin called for the most 
a drastic action. But the drastic action was God taking the penalty of our sin on himself through Christ Jesus' death on the cross. If God were to blot out our sins and remember them no more, he was faced with a problem. How could the law be satisfied and his forgiven mercy be made possible at the same time? Here the law said, the soul that sinned, it shall die. Because the Bible teaches us this, that the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is what? Eternal life through Christ Jesus the Father. There was only one way possible, and that was for someone who had no sin, Jesus, of his own to die in our place, Jesus. Only the sinless son of God met that requirement, Jesus. He died for us, Jesus. Died on that old rugged cross for us. The cross. I'm moving on, little fellow. I'm going to try to get through this. The cross is God's declaration of his love. Greater love than this, oh, that, mercy, that no man has, that he would lay down his life for his friend. Do we have that love huh, that God has for his son Jesus? Do we have that love for our neighbor as we love ourselves? Do we have that love, that agape love, the love that reaches way down and pick our brothers up when they've fallen by the wayside, the love that will help our brother when he's in need, the love that reaches way out into the highways and the byways and bless those that stand in need of a blessing? Do we have that love? Do we have that love? God had that love for his son Jesus. A man sins without God's love would not have sent Jesus to the cross. God could have dealt with our sins some other way. Had it not been for God's great love, he could have destroyed sin by destroying all sin. But his love sought to save sinners from the sin. Cross, the cross, the cross, the cross of Jesus. The cross, the cross, the cross of Jesus was the only remedy. As the cross measures the uh, inanity of guilt, it also measures depth of God's love. For God so loved the world mm, that he gave his only begotten son. And mm, him thou should not perish, but have <laughs> everlasting life. God love is the best love that we have because he gave us his best. I know God love is the best because he reaches way down and fixes up. And he reaches way down and turns us around. God love is the best love. All we got to do is accept and try it for ourselves. Don't you know right now, 
God is still loving us because God is still smiling and passing down blessings on us. If you don't know him like you should, all you got to do is call on him and he will come to your rescue. I call on him in the morning time. I call on him in the noonday. I call on him in the evening time. Then when I begin to go down to my sleeping couch, I call on him, and he came to my rescue. He dispatched his angels around my bed and watched over me when I couldn't watch over myself. God's love is so good to me because I know this one thing I know. When I was hungry, he fed me. When I was thirsty, he gave me the drink. When I was down and out, he picked me up, turned me around, planted my feet on solid ground. When I was lost and couldn't find my way, he looked down on me. He made a road for me to get back on the right way. God's love is so good. He got that love that reaches way down from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. God fills us with that love so we can love one another like he loves us. I just stop for a little while to tell you that God's love is so great, greatest love that he has because it says my love is the greatest of all my commandments. When everything else passes, my love will remain forever. When death passes, my love will remain forever. When this earth passes, my love will remain forever. I'm today, I'm yesterday, I'm forevermore. I don't change. God is telling us, I don't change. My love don't change on you because I am the same. I'm the same, God, from the beginning to the end. I don't change. I don't kick off my clothes and change them back again. I still set higher. I still look slower. I still lose. I still conquer because I am who I am. I am God. God all by myself. The cross is God's supreme offer to man. By the cross, God in his love offers his hand to the people in their sin. See, God just don't do it for the sake. God don't let it rain just on told us in his word that he let it rain on the just and on the unjust. So God let it rain on all. We are not exempt. So when we as Christians begin to go through some hell and and these things down here in this world, we look to God and say, why me? Why not you? Because you are in a world, but not of this world, but you have to go through something to be able to come out as still goes. It's not going to be a, a, a bed of roses here and there. 
God didn't give us a rose garden, but God gave us the power through the cross of Jesus to be able to overcome those obstacles that come to be falls in our way, those things that will beseech us. God gave us the power through the cross of Jesus to be able to keep on keeping on. God gave us the power to look to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing our help comes from him. God gave us the power, and the power lies in the cross of Jesus. If we don't have the cross of Jesus living in our lives, guiding us, teaching us, we're going to fail on all counts because the cross where victory lies. Cross is where safety lies. Cross is where healing lies. Cross is where our faith lies. The cross is where our belief lies because Jesus, Jesus, the cross of Jesus have never faith, have never forsaken us. It has always been the same from day one to the end. And the Bible says that God offers love and healing is made plain. I'm almost finished. I've got a little more. You find here, I got a story I want to tell about a captain of an old sailing vessel laid dying in his cabin. Knowing that his ship was too far from hope to reach it before he died. And he asked if any member of the crew had a Bible. The cabin boy, only crew member so equipped. My Lord, are you equipped right now? Are you equipped with God's tools? Are you equipped? Was brought to the captain, looking at the boy with the Bible in his hand. Dying man, I, son, can you find something in the book that will help an old sinner who is soon to meet his liquor? Turning quickly Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, the lad read it through slowly. Captain listened intensely and finally said, that's pretty, but I'm not sure I understand what it means. That sounds like some of us say. Then this boy with his mother's Bible in his hand became the old man's teacher. Yes, sir, he said, if you will repeat after me as I read again, I believe you will understand. Read the chapter again, changing only one word. Surely he had borne my griefs and cared my sorrow, my Lord. But he was wounded from my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes, I am here. Suddenly the old man, who had been fallen with a weak boy, broke in to say, Wait a minute, lad. I think I have it. 
He was wounded for my transgression. And with his stripes, I am healed. That seed all now lay. Jesus took my place for that mercy on the cross. And he offered me salvation. Captain had caught the message of the cross and accepted its offer. He had experienced the saving power of the cross of Jesus Christ. My Lord, isn't that all right? He found the saving power of the cross of Jesus Christ. See, the cross is God's supreme power among men. Listen, plain here. The cross endures. Christ knows no failure. For many centuries, the force of hell have loosened all the fires against it. But still, the cross of Jesus Christ, my Lord, it still stands. The mightiest power among all humankind. The cross attracts. The message of the cross is still the most engaging message ever proclaimed. Philosophy and the wisdom of the world all grow stale. But the sincere proclamation of the simple story of the cross reminds remains wondrous new and continuous to attract our attention and even our interest. The cross, my Lord, I'm almost through now. I'm, I'm getting ready to come down. The cross, the cross has power. The cross has not just any power. The cross has drawing power. It's not, not only just drawing power. It has lifting up power. It is the spiritual madness of the world. It sticks to us like glue. And it bonds us together as one in Christ Jesus. The cross, the cross, the cross, the cross of Jesus. It's like a magnet. Cross draws us from emptiness, creeds, and lifts us up out of our Sinfulness, out of our sin, uh, uh, things that we do that's not like Jesus. It draws us by the power of Jesus Christ, the drawing power of Jesus Christ, the one that made it possible for us to still be here today because he draws us like a man would draw a boat. Or, or, or something that's, ma- that's, that's magnetic. The cross is timeless. It is timeless in its appeal. The message of the cross is old. But it still brings new reverence. And it still brings new urgency. It attracts people when all else fails, the cross will never fail, my Lord. The cross will always overcome because the cross is Jesus, where Jesus belongs to Jesus, the cross. 
It will never fail when all other things will fail all around. But the cross changes people. And this is what, listen at this. It transforms Simon the fisherman into Peter the rock. It changes Saul, the persecutor of the church, into Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles. See, the cross changes us. Changes us. It brought us from our sinfulness and put us on the right road to redemption. It put us, took us from the broad way and it put us on the now way, the cross of Jesus. When we were down in the valley, couldn't hardly find our way, but the cross of Jesus reached way down, picked us up, turned us around, planted our feet on that solid rock, that solid rock, that solid foundation, the one that the wind came and the waves come in, hellhounds come, and they cannot blow away that solid rock that Jesus has allowed us from the cross to be placed on. Some of us better get on this solid rock now because the solid rock is the only way you're going to stand. When the hellhounds come and, and when the storms of life begin to beat against you and, and, and blow in hurricane proportions and when the storms of life begin to knock on your door and, and, and if your house is not built on that solid rock of Jesus the Christ, you're going to fall by the weight. The only way you're going to stand, you got to build your house on things eternal. Build your house on those things because Jesus is the solid rock. Build your house on that rock of Jesus because if you build on sand, storms of life going to come. Hellhounds going to come. Trouble's going to come. And the wind's going to come. And gonna blow against your house, and if they are on that sand, they're gonna be swept away. Ah, my Jesus! In the time of the storm, is that all right here? I know it's all right because when you build, build a solid foundation. Don't build with you no know, mortar. Build on that rock and let your mortar be stuck. Because when we build on sand. Our houses that may swept away in the time of the storm. Gonna be like sinking sand. When we, but when we build on that solid rock, everything gonna be all right. Find here in my conclusion. No other religion can have the power of Christianity. Because no other religion is built around a cross. With its matches of humankind guilt, yepiness, God redeemed in love, saved us. We are always to preach when we preach Christ and him crucified. Because the cross, the cross is where our life began after the time when the flood had came. Frost that gave us a new, another chance 
to be able to be right with God. The cross, must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go through. My, 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 my. But there's a cross for everyone. There's a cross for me. Concentrated cross I bear. Dead shall set me free. And then I go home, a crown to wear. There is a crown for me. I know it is. Because I am anchored on that cross. I have built my foundation on that solid rock. And that solid rock of Jesus. And on that solid rock, when the sounds of life begin to rage, when things begin to turn, uh, try to turn me around, that solid rock of Jesus will hold. It will hold firm. I find an anchor in Jesus. When the ships of life begin to rage as in hurricane proportions, I am anchored in that cross of Jesus because I have built my hope on things eternal. Not things on the earth, but I have built my hope on things eternal. I build my house. All things eternal. Jesus Christ, the cross, the cross, the cross. Feel on that solid rock. Everything would be all right. See, the people who try to know God on their own apart from what he was revealed to his word, who attempt to become accepted to him on their own terms, only find Power and destruction. Most holy God, our heavenly Father, give now that I begin to leave from this place of worship. Pray, Lord, that you would just continue on blessing these share your children. Bless radio land all over the world that is listening to this program. Pray, oh Lord, that you just not only look down on uh the Christians, but look down on those that need you and that need you to come to their rescue. Right now, may your grace and your Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide within us henceforth and forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 My phone number, I want to thank you. My phone number is 804-313-5877. Thank you for listening to God's servant and the word of God being preached and taught in the way that God has allowed me to do so. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 